0: Have you seen a router offering Wi-Fi 6, or maybe a phone or a tablet that says it's Wi-Fi 6 compatible? Is this just companies trying to take advantage of your FOMO to trick you into spending money on something you don't need? Isn't Wi-Fi usually called 802.11-something-something? Why is this one called Wi-Fi 6, or sometimes Wi-Fi 6E? After all, you probably have Wi-Fi, and it works just fine. Why do you need Wi-Fi 6? Is Wi-Fi 6 faster? Well, yes and no. There are reasons you might want it and reasons you might not. So let's help you know a little more about Wi Fi 6. First of all, Wi-Fi 6 is just a new name. The official IEEE name for it is 802.11ax. The previous Wi-Fi was 802.11ac. Most of you probably have 802.11ac in your routers, but because the name isn't terribly friendly to put on a box for most people, and as Wi-Fi is becoming a mass product, I think wisely they decided to market the standard as Wi-Fi 6. That way, it's easier to understand which one is new retroactively, they named 802.11ac as Wi-Fi 5. So the Wi-Fi you most likely have is Wi-Fi 5. Now, I don't think they went back and named it 4 or anything like that. They're just calling AC 5, and they're calling AX 6, and that's why you hear about Wi-Fi 6. If you were confused about that, hopefully that clears it up. It's just a simpler name for it. And the idea is that as new 802.11 protocols roll out for Wi-Fi, they'll have new numbers, Wi-Fi 7, Wi-Fi 8, etc., There's also a slight variation on Wi-Fi 6 called Wi-Fi 6E that I'll get to at the very end of the episode, but everything true for Wi-Fi 6 is also true for Wi-Fi 6E. I'm going to call it Wi-Fi 6 for the rest of this episode for clarity. Wi-Fi 6 has a theoretical maximum of 9.6 gigabits per second. Now, that's up from the maximum of 3.5 gigabits per second for Wi-Fi 5. But as any of you who have a Wi-Fi router know, you don't get 3.5 gigabits per second, not only because you don't have a 3.5 gigabit per second connection to the Internet, but even if you were just trying to transfer things around internally on your internal network, you still probably wouldn't hit that just because of conditions, conditions of distance, lag, traffic on your own network. Those are all going to impact that. But the nice thing about having a higher theoretical maximum like 9.6 gigabits per second is you've got more bandwidth to slice up between the different devices connected to your network. So 3.5 gigabits per second can be split up amongst a bunch of different connections, but less than 9.6 gigabits per second, especially devices that are talking to each other over the network. So there's an endemic advantage that every Wi-Fi update has had that it can handle a little more allotment per device. The more devices you have on your network, the better. And we're all putting more devices on our network. In fact, the average United States home has nine Wi-Fi devices on its network. The average. So you think about that. That's, you know, your laptop, your spouse, maybe kids, maybe they all have phones. You've got an Xbox, maybe a Roku. You can get to nine, pretty quick, especially if you add in some smart bulbs and a smart home hub and maybe some sensors here and there. I just checked my network currently at the moment with my wife, not at home. It has 27 devices on it, you know, throw in some Amazon Echoes, Google Home, start doing a tech show, you ramp that up really fast. And if they're all trying to use the network at the same time, which thank goodness all 27 of mine are not, but if they are all trying to use the internet, then it's going to load your local network. It's going to reduce how much of that bandwidth can be allocated. So the 9.6 gigabits per second is great for that because it gives you more to allocate. In practice, most of the things I've read say that if you put one device on a Wi-Fi 6 network, even if you have super fast gigabit per second connections, you're not going to see that much of an increase in speed over Wi-Fi 5. But there are other upgrades to the Wi-Fi 6 protocol that make it even better at handling multiple devices. So if you load up your Wi-Fi 6 network with 27 devices and compare that to your Wi-Fi 5 network, you will definitely see an improvement. And we'll explain more about that in a second. First though, to take advantage of Wi-Fi 6, you will need new hardware. And the first piece of hardware you need is a Wi-Fi 6 router. In fact, just the router will improve things even if all your phones and tablets are still Wi-Fi 5. If you don't have a Wi-Fi 6 router, it doesn't really matter if your devices are capable of Wi-Fi 6. So the router is the most important thing to get first. Even Wi-Fi 5 devices will benefit from the capacity upgrades we're going to talk about. If you get a Wi-Fi 6 router and have all Wi-Fi 5 devices, you'll still get benefits. If you have a Wi-Fi 5 router and all Wi-Fi 6 devices, you probably won't. The router is the important part, although the devices do have some functions that can help take advantage of Wi-Fi 6 as well, and devices are already starting to come out with that stuff. Let's talk about some of those features that I mentioned just now. MooMimo and OFDM. They both offer better capacity. Moo Mimo. It's fun to say, even more fun to use. Multi-user, multiple input, multiple output. Moo Mimo. Now, Mimo, just Mimo without the Moo, is available on Wi-Fi 5 right now. It lets your router handle four devices at once. So it doesn't have to go, I'm talking to your laptop. Okay, I've stopped talking. I'm talking to your iPhone. Okay, now I've stopped there. Now I'm talking to your Android phone. Instead, it can talk to four of those devices at the same time. So it can handle a laptop, a phone, and an Xbox all at once. That's why I'm able to have 27 devices on my network and not get bogged down all the time because I generally don't have more than four talking at once. The upgrade to MIMO in Wi-Fi 6 to MU-MIMO lets you handle eight at once. So now, if you've got Internet of Things devices checking in and an Amazon Echo and you got five people in your house all using devices... You might see occasional problems with Wi-Fi 5, but you shouldn't see that, at least as often, in Wi-Fi 6. Imagine it like this. You've got four postal carriers. They're all out on delivery to deliver the mail. It's going to take a little longer for four to deliver the same amount of mail than it would eight. If you have eight postal carriers, they could deliver the mail into the neighborhood quite a bit faster. That's MU-MIMO. The other new feature that helps with capacity on Wi-Fi 6 is Orthogonal Frequency Division Multiple Access, OFDM. That lets you send to multiple devices in one transmission. So instead of saying, okay, I can handle eight devices at once, but then I'm done... OFDM lets a transmission be sent to multiple devices. So this is basically like the postal carrier who's not just going to one house and then going back to the post office, like in our MooMimo example. This is a postal carrier that's going to carry a bunch of mail, as much mail as it can fit in its bag. It's got a bigger bag now in Wi-Fi 6, so it can go and hand it out to multiple situations. So one transmission can hit a bunch of devices, allowing more data to be sent. That's OFDM, Orthogonal Frequency Division Multiple Access. So MooMimo gets you the ability to handle more devices at once, up to eight, and OFDM lets you send out transmissions to multiple devices at once. There's also something called target wake time. This is a feature that Wi-Fi 6 devices can benefit from, not just the router, because it lets devices plan when to communicate with the router. That way the antenna doesn't have to always be on and that's going to save your battery. Now, it's not so useful for your laptop or your phone, definitely not useful for your laptop when you're connected because you want your laptop to be constantly talking to the router, you're browsing, you're streaming, etc. but it's great for sensors. Let's say you got a water sensor. The water sensor can say, "You know what? I just need to check in with the router every so often. I don't have to constantly be checking in." And you may say, well, "Wait a minute, what if the water comes on or it starts leaking. I, I want it to be able to check in. I don't want to go too long. The water will build up. Well, the check-ins are regular enough that it's going to catch that really quickly. We're talking in internet time. We're not talking, you know, days and hours and minutes. We're, we're talking seconds. But even those seconds mean that you can save battery quite a bit. And sensors have long battery life anyway. So that can make them last a lifetime. Another very important aspect is the security protocol WPA3. Now, WPA3 is available on Wi-Fi 5 right now, but it's not required. So if you have WPA3 available, you should turn it on, but not every Wi-Fi 5 router will have it available, so you might not be able to turn it on. That changes with Wi-Fi 6. If a manufacturer wants to call their router Wi-Fi 6, they have to offer WPA3. It may or may not be on by default, but it will be there. Now, you may have heard about the dragon blood vulnerability to WPA3, and it has been patched. So don't worry, WPA3 is not any more insecure than any other protocol out there. It just has researchers working on it, keeping it secure, which is a good thing. You may also hear about Wi-Fi 6E. This is not a new spec. It's a way to label devices that support Wi-Fi 6 and can take advantage of new spectrum. Wi-Fi 6, like its predecessors, supports broadcasts in the 2.4 and 5 gigahertz spectrum. Wi-Fi 6E supports additional usage in the 6 gigahertz spectrum that recently became available for unlicensed uses like Wi-Fi. 2.4 gigahertz can't handle as much data, but it has long range. 5 gigahertz doesn't have as much range, but it's usually enough for a small house, and it can accommodate more data. The 6GHz band has even less range. We're talking about the size of a room, but it can accommodate a lot more data. This will be very useful in crowded areas like train stations or sports stadiums. You can handle a lot of data from all those people, and they're densely packed, so the range isn't as big of an issue. Wi-Fi 6E in the 6GHz band also makes things like wireless VR and AR headsets with high resolutions workable. Get rid of those cords. And yes, for this to work, both the device and the router still need to support Wi-Fi 6E, and that requires chipsets, not a firmware upgrade. So even if you have a Wi-Fi 6 router, if you want to support Wi-Fi 6E, you need a Wi-Fi 6E router, and it will support all your older Wi-Fi devices, too. But if you want the device to support 6E and be able to communicate over 6 gigahertz, it's going to have to be a new Wi-Fi 6E device. Now let's get to practicality. I said the first thing you want is a Wi-Fi 6 router. And given what we just mentioned, you may want to hold on for a Wi-Fi 6E router. But before you make any of those decisions, I'd ask you two things. One, do you have the devices that could benefit from it, like an iPhone 11 or a Galaxy S10 or even newer? Or for Wi-Fi 6E, one of those new Asus or Lenovo phones? If so, and you want that battery life protection, maybe. Maybe. More important, is your network bogged down? Are you noticing when everybody comes home, you have some weird connectivity issues and they don't seem to be related to your ISP? Then it might be time to make the jump. And if you don't have plans for wireless VR and you're not a stadium or a train station, you'll probably do all right for several years with Wi-Fi 6 instead of Wi-Fi 6E. But I'd hold off on both for now if you can. Right now, Wi-Fi 6 routers are still a little more expensive than Wi-Fi 5 routers, but those prices are going to come down as more models are added to the market. And Wi-Fi 6E routers are just hitting the market. If you need a new router, get a Wi-Fi 6 router or a Wi-Fi 6E router. But if you don't need a new router right now, maybe hold off. I hope this helps you understand a little more about what Wi-Fi 6 is, how you can benefit from it, and when you need to worry about it. In other words, I hope now you know a little more about Wi-Fi 6.